Where do you put this on a podcast on Spotify? YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that shit. All the boys. Um Alright, let me just have a swig and we'll go boy. Okay. Welcome back to the Pearpod, everyone. Uh Joss, I don't know if you know we have a bit of a record running right now, which uh every male guest we've had, the last four guys, is getting consecutively better looking, it's happened. So I'll show you the guys <laughs> after this, but you've you're keeping the streak alive, and the next lad on is not a good-looking lad, so he's going to break that streak. So, just like, I was going to say, who's topping, who's topping it? Yeah, I was about to say, it's not coming now. He's fucked now. At the first guy was just a normal-looking dude, and he started the streak. But it's uh, yeah, after this, lads, it's, it's going to be fucked. I've got a weird-looking dude coming on after this, so and no one's going to know who that is. Uh, he, he will. Yeah, he will. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen, uh, firstly, just off the bat, I was doing a bit of research on you yesterday, reading a couple of like um, things on the website. And I came across like a Q&A you'd done for like MTV back in the day. And it said one of your favorite foods is boiled chicken. That's just untrue, isn't it? Because I'll ask that's you to leave if that's the case. That's untrue. Okay, I was probably excellent. just a bad dark time that was I was going through. Hence, I was on MTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I was actually like, chicken can be eaten. So anyways, the worst way to do it is fucking bathe it to bathe it till it's ready. Like it's mad. Um, yeah, I obviously will go back and chat some more stuff. Thank you for coming on. Fucking appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Uh, did you watch the fight at the weekend? Joshua? I, I did. You, I, I was in. Um, yeah, I was down the port watching the fight. Um, I mean, it was just a bit emotional, wasn't it? I, it felt, was, I felt. I felt bad for him. Um, yeah, my mate. You know, Phil. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he was. Like, he thought Joshua had it in the bag the whole time, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't think. I thought it's the opposite. It's interesting. Everyone's been like, "Oh, he's up by two and then someone's like, "Man, he's down by five and Yeah, it's, it's it wasn't hitting. The him. interpretation is weird. Uh, it's kind of mad the way like the the public perception just flipped on him very quickly there, and now people are like. He didn't do himself any favors in the post, like match beating. So it's tough. The people can yeah. be like, he's been like nothing but perfect the whole way up, and like a credit to the sport. And then like obviously this is his probably lowest point after all that, and he's kind of. Do you know what's sad? That, you know? It's, it's like it's the mental well-being aspect of it. I think so. Like I know Tyson Fury afterwards tried to call them both out and saying this, that, and the other. But yeah. from someone who's come from such exactly. a mental, exactly. uh, but a hard mental background, you know, and had to fight all these yeah. like demons in his head, he should kind of not be calling him out Evolved straight away exactly. at that point. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think he, Joshua's obviously got his demons as well. And he needs to get over them himself, you know, and take some time back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of saw you doing a, a bit of boxing in Dubai. There's a video of you boxing in Dubai, uh, doing like some pad work in one of the cages. Do you like a bit of just, even just, just fitness, fitness like? bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. like I would, <laughs> Sparks I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even like bother doing like a charity match or anything. Cause always oh, for charity, isn't it? But like, it's a good cause, but yeah, it's just um, I'd rather not just get punched in the face. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> man, I was about to say. The next question was like, it's turning into a bit of a thing now. If you've any sort of following, you're gonna scrap someone. Oh on, mate, on a shitty card, you like, say that, but everyone who has a fight coming up mm. hypes it, hypes it, and every, they all get cancelled. Man, and like, <laughs> I saw a couple of really small ones, like tiny followings, and like, yeah, man, where's the where? What? How many thirteen-year-olds are gonna buy this this sixty-euro card? Like, do you know, people watch stuff online, so it's just I, I don't think anyone's gonna be able to recoup there, like. That's the problem with um, a lot of social media nowadays, especially Instagram, because now if you look at like the analytics and everything of it, uh, businesses are wised up to it. But if you, these boxing companies, they just see followers rather than actual, what do you mean? No, they say facts. It's <laughs> yeah, they, 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 all they see followers rather than actually who are the followers. Yeah, exactly. And these and these people from Love Island, they're, they're going to be 16, 17 year old boys and girls who aren't going to want to buy a ticket for starters or want to watch boxing. Yeah. And so they're not breaking down. They're not like getting together someone's gaff and being like, oh, let's 20 each. I'm like, come on guys. Yeah, you're, more, you're actually more likely to sell more tickets from someone like a micro-influencer who's generally into the sport and people are excited to see him fight. Me, like? Yeah. yeah I mean, you my, my 90 followers. Yeah. Every 
single one, like, at least half would buy it. I can guarantee 45 ticket sales. Like, um, I, I can't remember this. I was thinking back to when we obviously we shot a inspirational piece together mm. uh, in your gaff. And I remember you saying that you grew up on a farm. Is that you who said that? Yeah, it's me, bro. Isn't it? Pig farm. It's a bit mad. Like, if you, were, you wouldn't just from meeting you, you wouldn't picture that's where it all started. I mean, no, nah, not with how well groomed. Yeah, yeah, well, put together he is, like, do you know what I mean? Uh, I, know, I know lads who grew up in pig farms back in fucking... I think that's probably... Like that. I think that's probably why. I'll, yeah. I'll, but do you know what? Like, I... um getting a little bit deep but like my i grew up, grew up on a pig farm but my dad passed when i was 16 so the rest yeah. of my family i got brought up by women and yeah. i was like the man of the house since then yeah. so that's probably why i'm so green <laughs> but like no no it's, it's part of life but that was the um, that was uh why i grew up on a farm and then i got sent off to boarding school and uh what was it, so like growing up in that environment where where in england was it uh i was in york york and then so you're now when you're like that age or you're growing up as like a teen you know 16 17 18 are you like i'm going to finish up in my bay and like have a big house and a nice car in my bay uh do you know what? it was just a bit of, such a random spontaneous move why i'm even here because like when i was like i was at university which i dropped off um because i was never good at like just being in school uh, like join the club yeah and uh so i just got a message on randomly on facebook from one of phil's savages yeah, team yeah, yeah. and i got called out he's like do you want to come home and spend the summer in my bay i was like absolutely uh yeah Yes, oh, please. Think about that. Yeah, like, nah, actually, you know what? No, I'm just going to, you know, stick in the rain. I'm enjoying it. For that, those three summers that I spent here, I made friends for life, and that's why I come back and I feel like it's home, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I found even from being here, uh, there's a different, uh, I, I guess people will probably say the same about, like, Dubai and London stuff. People seem to be on their own shit here and, like, motiv- much more motivated, at least versus in Dublin. People have their own shit going on a lot. Which um, I can I, I it, it motivates me when being around that kind of environment, you know. Hundred percent, but also like any city because it is a bit of a touristy place. Yeah. One, if Mar- Marbella gets hold of you, you're dead. He got hold of my brother there last week. Yeah. Right, two weeks. Oh, no, no, <laughs> yeah, that's two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know some people like they've I had. Gone home yet. Yeah, they yeah they kept they came when they were nineteen and they're still here. Yeah, they, like, they never went home. No, no, no. I'm going, I'm going back to school, mum. I promise you. Any day now, I'm going back. Forty. Just, you're waiting for the next semester. For the step brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, the meatloaf. Oh wait, that's the that's, wedding, that's wedding crashes. That's wedding crashes. Where he goes there? Yeah. Mom, the meatloaf. We want it now. <laughs> yeah. That's gas, man. What is she doing back there? I know. I don't know what she's doing. Um, it's the funeral crashing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Women's greatest aphrodisiac. <laughs> Grief. Listen, Chuck. I I don't want to judge you because I think you're an innovator, but it's just no way I'm ready for that. <laughs> Dude died in a hang gliding accident. What an idiot. <laughs> what a scene. What a scene. I got one Thursday. You should come. You should come. I don't know, man. I'm just like, wow, wow. <laughs> uh, when uh, when you were growing up, was it, was it, was it always, did you have a, like an idea of when you, what you wanted to do for work? Like I wanted to be right. a vet for ages when I was younger. You wanted to what? I wanted to be a vet. And a then vet? You're like, then they're like, you need, five, you need as many points as medicine. And I was like, it's like CAO is all built on how you can get like points is based on the grades you get in your exams. Yeah. I didn't get, yeah, I didn't get half of what I needed. So that passed. But that was a goal. Yeah. When I was younger, I was like, I'll do What it. instigated that? I like animals. Yeah. I, li- I like dogs. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it'd be great. But then like I, did, I did, I did a, I did a uh, fourth year, like you go in and do six weeks in like a job to see if you like it. I'm on the putting down dogs a lot. Like, I don't like the dogs going into vets aren't always like running around jumping. They're like, hey, this guy needs to get his leg amputated. Yeah. And you're like, mm. 
lot of that, lot of going around. Sign like, up for that. Yeah, I was like, wait, I'm not running around with like puppies all day. He's like, no, no, this, this guy's <laughs> this guy's blind. This guy's getting his fucking back legs taken off, and he needs to be put into a new chair. I was like, no, this is depressing. Sorry. And then they were like, well, you're not going to get the points either way. So thanks for your time. I'll do. A, I'll, I'll just go fuck myself. I'll do fine. media. Yeah. I'll do media. I'll do media. I'll do media. I'll try to do media. Uh, yeah, did you did you have other fields um, you want to get into? Man, I um, do you know what I loved football as a kid? Yeah, yeah. I was like every every English guy I've had on so far was like, well, you know, obviously you want to be a footballer at some point. I did. I was I was I was kind of on the right track. I was at Leeds United Academy, uh, and then, and then my uh, mum and dad were like, right, you're off to rugby school. Bye. And I um, just had to start playing rugby, and then <sighs> it was it was one of the best in the country, um, to be fair. But like. I was just, I was so small at school, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was a, I, was, I was a dweeb. And, no, and the lads who were going were like coming on um, uh, scholarships and all this, that, and the other. Like, like just this, absolute animals. And I was just still this is, this growing is Henry my first. This is South Africa. Yeah. A little bro. A little bro. No, no, no. We're, no, this is the under 15s. I'm, I'm 14. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm like, so at this many. point, still got like growing my second pube at this point. So I I'm just like, I mean, you know, when you go, when we go into like, you go into rugby change rooms in your first year of school and then was like changing each other for the first time. And there's like oh, the one lad who had puberty when he was nine. And you're like, oh, can't wait for mine to look like that. You know what I mean? And then, and then you're like, sweat 25 years later. You're like, it's not as big as Ollie's over there. Like, what did that? I, I remember there was one, there was one lad at school. Um, he's called Adam. And the guy got first got served when he was thirteen. He had a full beard, everything, and I just wanted to be like as manly as this guy. But now, the guy looks eighty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, Josh, how are you, man? Jesus, I, yeah, I don't know. what the fuck? Are you, man? Yeah, are you in a fire? No, 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 just you know, age. Yeah, fucking hell. Uh, no, and I, I looked, I looked fucking. 14 till I was about 22 like just and that, but now it's a blessing though oh, now I'm like it's people are like well, 23 I'm like 20 me 28 do you yeah. know what I mean so it's, it works it works great now until but I, I remember I had to get a we had a one pennies uniform between you know pennies like Primark mm. right? we had one mate did work experience there and he got a badge so we'd take turns dressing up in like black suit and shirt and putting that on to get into an off license that would serve us because they'd be like how was work today and you'd be, like, you'd be like great <laughs> great <laughs> fucking kids and they'd be like can I get four ciders, please? And they go, yeah. And a, and a, a three naggins of vodka. And they were like, yeah. And they were like, thank you. And I walk back out and they and barely, barely carry As it. you get it, you're like, yeah, you're just, <laughs> and I'll just grab your ID. Yeah. <laughs> McLovin. And then you have to do that. <laughs> I got it. I've left it with my kids. My, my kid. Ha- <laughs> what age are you? 40? Uh, well, yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, this part's going to fucking, this part's going to be an interesting one. People going to be like, yeah, they just, you know, fucked around a bit for uh, for, for an hour. Uh, I did see your, like, work-wise, it seemed to, it seemed, I presume now from the rugby and stuff, personal training was kind of where it started because you needed to grow to be fucking bigger. Yeah, and that's what, that goes into what I'm doing now because a lot of people um, coming from a sporting background they like to train and they fall in love with the aesthetic side of it. And then what happens is they usually start to get their qualifications to train people. And then what becomes a love and a passion becomes a, job. Becomes a fucking job. Mm-hmm. And that's when life kicks in. Yeah. And you can stay there and you, you end up competing for the rest of your life. And it's not an ideal situation. Yeah. Um, and that's why we're building businesses now where we can help people scale I, online. I never got 
like I, I remember there was a period at like 17 to 19 where I was like a PT be a sick job you just get to like train all day and then you're like man no it's, it's up at 4 to get your 5am clients it's your morning shift then you train then lunch then lunch and then lunchtime clients dinner clients it's a long grind like all day but uh, and now I have one mate who's still doing it full time and he's like yeah he works fucking hard anyway when I know but a lot of people drift off and they're like oh it's just you know it's a tough gig it is a tough gig because yeah. you, you've got every single client even if you're back to back every day which is amazing You've got to have that enthusiasm throughout the whole day. Every hour is a different client, and you've got to bring that to the table. Yeah. And it's just like. And they don't want to, a lot of them don't want to be there. So you've yeah. got to be the guy to be And like, you don't want to be there. Yeah, so and you're like, like, here we go, RDLs. You're like, oh, woo, yeah. let's go. It's like a hamstring. You're pumped up and pre workout all day. You go home, can't sleep, yeah. same again again. Yeah. Just waiting for 4 a.m. Oh, oh, she's gonna pee me today. I was like, like it's 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 so interesting how like at the start people are like that's if I, if I just have my own gym that'd be the dream. And, like that that's when the work starts, man. And um, yeah, so this was the, the, the next thing was uh was it was the the idea to move or prioritize online because one you get your your days and the hours back and you can do more things and just physically be in the one spot all day and two you can reach more people, you know. At the, at the time, like, do you know what? It all started because I was very bad at working for anyone else. Any job I actually had after school or university, I, I got fired from or just left. Um, and in fact, I wanted to... I was you doing Abercrombie at some point or something, surely something like that? I, uh, I went to Hollister. Yeah, yeah. And, they were, for, like, and oh, they were like, yeah! No, I went to an interview and I was head to toe in All Saints gear. Oh, and I didn't like, come shaved and they wanted to shave. And yeah, yeah. they were like, no. I was like, that manager needs to swallow. So you fucking pride. kidding me? That manager, no, you, no, but you, you, you were like, you were like, I'm no, gonna go. I'm gonna show you something funny here, right? So when I was that age, <laughs> this I I looked like Shirley off EastEnder. You gotta realize I had a ridiculous haircut. You know when you, when you're younger, like you straighten the sideburns down. Oh, I've and everything. done it. Okay, this would be great because right. I can ma- I can match you back one. Right, so right, we're just gonna show Shirley here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we've got that. No. 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 And then you put no. them together. No, 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 that. with the sides, with the side. The blonde's actually not the, it's not the worst, but the sideburns. Did you straighten them down? Straighten them down. Yeah, it took me about half an hour. Hair sprayed across maybe? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. Solid. It was rock solid. No. Do you want You're, that? Is your hair destroyed? <laughs> like, your hair, was your hair like probably wispy when you waking yeah. up in the morning? No, 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 no. No one wins that game. Yeah. And at the time you're like, I'm fit. I thought, so fit. I thought it was amazing. Because so it, it was the pride that went into it every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like. Girls like what? Wow, really, really crispy and straight. Like, yeah, <laughs> but don't touch, don't touch. Yeah, and then they'd be like, oh, like they'd, they'd go to kiss you, and they'd be like, oh, they'd just be like, <laughs> like they'd get, I could, they'd I could literally do like, that, and it'd be like satisfying crunching. Oh no! Yeah, no, and so that yeah. was probably why I got turned down. Yeah, I'm sure you. Yeah, I'm sure you had the same struggles as the rest of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, uh, that sounds cool, but just, just hasn't hit puberty. It's crazy. Nineteen. Wait, 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 what was your original question? Uh, <laughs> oh God. Um, uh, wait, well, um, let me let me just think. Why do why, why do you want to work for myself? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I was just never good at any working for anyone else. Oh yeah, that's what you were saying. That, you that, you got went for a job in Hollister. They said no, you were working at like yeah, you were working at like different gigs. But like this. you just got. I, I didn't know it was going to be good for me then. I just I was just wasn't, wasn't good for working for other people. Yeah. And because you are working for yourself, there's only one person that's going to get you up in the morning and do it you know so I'd, I'd prefer to tell myself yeah. to do something and be told what to do like I've met I worked in retail there like I did five years have you ever been a fat face yeah that? yeah I fucked up fat face for about eight years around that place essentially and uh, then my manager there uh, he does 35 hours a week and he does Monday to Fridays nine to whatever and I was like man are you not like 
want to put like a gun to your head because like, I hated it every part of it I hated it and he was like no I'll do this for the rest of my life I love it I was like mate you're working in unit B in fat race and dungeon shopping you, like how how can you be? and he's like just love it I was like that's crazy because I was like this is I, I knew I used it to know exactly what I didn't want to do forever you know it's like bro what are you taking yeah he's like yeah I'm really really high right now. <laughs> wait wh- who are you <laughs> wait where am I <laughs> John's been fired. He was he was taking MGMA in the change room. <laughs> God, I loved his life though. Yeah, was like, I'm just gonna go do it somewhere else. It's all good. He's like, these clothes feel so good. He's like, oh my God, I fucking love this new gilet. John, <laughs> stop squeezing the gilet. <laughs> Where are your trousers, John? <laughs> it's incredibly soft material. I can't believe it. <laughs> um, I was gonna say in uh, in terms of, like the social media and stuff like that. You we were talking about Love Island a little before we started. With people kind of coming off there, like, what's your take on um, that kind of overnight? You're you're an, you're an unknown, and then suddenly you're the biggest thing for a year. Do you know what I mean? And like, do you adjust into that. Cause like, so I have 114 followers on this page. So it's um, <laughs> depending on how you use it. But what the problem is is when people go on these things, they go from zero, they go from zero to hero in a such short space of time, and they're actually too scared to go back to their bread and butter, which is their normal job. Yeah, and they get this ego about them. Yeah, and which is not a good place to be because they think they're going to be some sort of movie star mm. and a lot of them crash. 90%. Yeah, 90% crash. And then the the, the Molly Mays and the Tommy Furies like prevail, you know, they've, they've done amazing, but that's such a small percentage yeah. of it and it's totally, it totally comes down yeah, to name like... name the rest of that, 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 that year that they were on. Do you know I what I mean? I, they're, they're, I, doing their, they're doing their bits. I don't really, I don't watch it. <laughs> I only know them because of how well they've actually done. They've I, made a name for themselves yeah. outside of it. Yeah. I, I remember seeing... Uh, I remember seeing like back in the day there was a I, I think it was just it just every everything has their day but they, during covid when they did you know two in a year and stuff it, when there's that constant cycle of people you're never going to be you're going to be the forefront of people's minds for two months mm. and like the people who you know do great from it they they try and build off that when they come out but a lot of people just they'll do pas for a year and then there'll be a new crop coming in and you're left with like a a huge up and down and don't know where you're going to go now you know yeah it's not like it's not a sustainable lifestyle like even when i did that first x on the beach i was like yeah baby i remember at the end of this in the series i was all going vegas i didn't go for vegas for like eight years after that because i couldn't afford it like, i was like vegas, this is dumb we, we were sneaking plastic bottles of vodka in our trousers into vegas to like to pour into our drinks because i was like i can't pay 60 dollars for a yeah. vodka ripple i need nine of them to get going like so it's just it was crazy <laughs> but i know what you mean going over them being like thinking you're the bollocks and then it's uh yeah like so quickly like reality checks in a little bit yeah, because it's not real. Yeah, uh, that's the problem. I couldn't handle it. I know for a fact. Like I'm, I, I that whole. I guess now from looking from the outside, but even like I'm 27 at 18. If you were like, you can go on Geordie Shore. I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna go on and be the absolute man. I'm gonna go on like, because I, I, I at 18, I was like, these guys are the coolest guys ever. I was like, this is the when I start party and this is gonna be like the crack. But now it, I'm like, Jesus, it's. Uh, if I'd gone out that age, you don't know what kind of person you turn out to be with like that amount of following at 18 years old, you know? And what they don't, they say they give you media training. Yeah. That's what they don't give you like, how are you going to deal with that much attention if you have got some insecurities? And that's why you get all these people who are, have these problems afterwards. Yeah, man, 100%. It just, it just heightens it. Yeah. Um, when, uh, when I was, obviously the original kind of thought to this is I want to chat you more about like your business ventures out here. Mm. And then um, one of the big things that we talked about when we first shot was your agency that you were on, Elevate Agency. And mm-hmm. um, do you want to, we kind of got into it a little bit before we started, but what was the, the, the motivation behind it originally to, to start an agency? Uh, so basically, obviously I've always 
been training my entire life. Mm. I've been so, I'm so consistent, disciplined with it. And then obviously I went to PT and did my online stuff. And then I had uh, a lot of people now. You see, they have their own platforms and apps. Yeah, and a- I, anyone I, with over five k. Yeah, I, I I had I had my own right, and um, uh, I did great with it over six months. And then I met uh, my business partners Jamie and the Harrison twins. And then in that just under twelve months. Uh, we started doing high ticket coaching yeah and we did over seven figures in between us and the business for uh, under that and then we had the big companies around the world uh, asking us mm. what they were doing and one this guy from um, he's actually in new zealand uh, who we're in partnership now with he happened to be in dubai and meet me for lunch i was like ken what nothing, do you want i was like ken what do you want mm. he's like he's like let's talk how you been i've seen you doing really well i was like yeah i'm mm. good man what do you want what do you want yeah, yeah i got i went to meet him i was like so come on yeah. he was like talk to me about your business i'm like i t- told him the basics anyway uh long story short we went into partnership with them because high ticket coaching is just a more pricey version where you the, yeah. the clients get more exclusivity to the coaches which was myself um, and now we actually build platforms with this tech company that offer yeah. high ticket and low ticket so you can hit every type of avatar because the low ticket stuff what I mean by high and low is the price yeah, so course, low yeah, ticket yeah. is a, um, a subscription based model where you're charging 40 50 dollars a month and high ticket is 15 to 2 grand which uh, is your like proper in-depth one-to-one like, yeah I can I view I guess the the two similarities that I'd look at it from the outside is I see guys who do at the lowest level training plans like cookie cutter you buy it for whatever then there's one-on-one coaching and then as it gets bigger i just naturally as he gets more clients they start to offload that to like other people who will help them run through that and then i guess you do lose a little bit of that i thought you were my coach and that one-on-one that you have with the relationship you have with your coach i guess this is what your high-end offer is yeah but the beauty of this what we've done now so everything i didn't have when i just had my uh, my app essentially yeah we have added in extra value with ourselves and the team that like little things that we didn't have. Like we never had clients of sex, sex, <laughs> client success. Never, man- had sex clients. <laughs> never had sex with our clients. Never had sex with my clients. Uh, we never had client success. Man- I'm just saying it again. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have those. I have, what's, uh, I was saying, trying to say eclectic to them. <laughs> we never had client success management meetings every single week and everyone we sign up through the agency, yeah. every single week they'll be on with me, we'll be on with Jamie to make sure, because it's a partnership at the end of the day, to make sure we're getting maximum um, volume and helping as many people as we can and they're essentially making as much money and again like people can say like it's not about the money but money is a byproduct so the more money you earn the more people you can help it's facts yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's in our best interest to coach these people the way we did with our high ticket strategies uh, yeah. and marketing to help them with that and then again with their low ticket as well I think it's I, I think it's mad we actually interesting we talked about Rob a little bit when, when he first came on Rob is a big proponent of let's talk about you know in be, let's be cool to talk about money and income and, and what our motivation is here or like when people are doing stuff it's it's crazy to think or just assume that people don't want to talk about money because oh, we're just doing it for the love of it like people at the end of the day working is to try and make some money as well so I think it's important that people of, aren't afraid to fucking talk about of that course well. and, it's crazy and the thing is the problem is it's like people get um, they can give you hate for buying stupid things and stuff but for me when you get your like first nice car or watch or something it's uh maybe materialistic but it's 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 in your mindset it's a goal yeah. you want to get to and it's yeah. a certain level i have i have that in my head i have a i've i want to have a fucking my i, I actually am just not like mad into cars but i'm really into having a fucking really nice house that i can yeah. have like my own designated space to do a pod for and i have my, everything i need in one place I, that's in my head i work towards that every day so like to make someone feel anything but like well done after they've achieved that is fucking crazy to me because yeah. i want everyone to be like fucking fair play to you after all the work i've done 100 you know? it's mad 
and um, what are kind of uh, uh, what are kind of some of the issues that you've faced or like issues you have growing with this what are some of the challenges you face uh, keeping people motivated so my main job is uh, the client success management where I'm on with them every week, a week to make sure they're yeah. hitting their targets right and when for example uh, like we have some uh, clients with followers off uh, TV and stuff like that and they yeah. realize because their followers aren't all fitness based they get a bit of a shock because they have X amount of followers they'll have a lot and they don't they don't get the influx of clients straight away that they expect yeah. but and also becoming from these shows and stuff they expect a lot very quickly yeah and i'm like this is a grind That's you have to thing. do it focusing on brick by brick one or two clients every single day just knock them out you're not going to get 100 like on day one just relax wait i launched my uh launched my program there i say only got two signups i was expecting more like 2000 is any any tips yeah. any tips and tricks <laughs> like no there's no tips as you can work hard and build a fucking base but of clients you know another thing that i always try and explain to clients as well so a lot of people nowadays like focus on the quality of the content, but oh, too much, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. they want everything like professional videos and all this kind of stuff. But if you're get, yeah, yeah. But if you're get, you've That's got you've, you've got the kit. It's a crucial, a crucial part of marketing. You need it, quality content. But it's, it's if you can provide like the quality with the value. So it doesn't matter if you're giving something valuable. The, the fact is the, the base of the color, the body of the content, is what matters. Like right. how you deliver that. The I see guys, the biggest guys on TikTok, shoot off their phone. And they put the body of what they do. But what they're saying, exactly if they're the giving value, it doesn't matter if you film it on your Nokia 3310, that doesn't even have a camera, I don't think. Um, or Blackboard. Yeah, do you my, know what I mean? My, no, it didn't actually. No, didn't. we used to fuck that off like top of trees and stuff. And it would be fine. <laughs> used to a phone. Like. But that's that's the point. If you're giving value, it doesn't matter where it's coming from, yeah. it's still valuable. But yeah. obviously you want it to look good. So stop worrying if you haven't got the, like, because I, I, I tell people to post every single day. And it's like, think about this for a second. I had this conversation yesterday with a client. But my engagement on that post won't be as high if I post every single day because you'll, he'll leave it on his post for a week. Yeah. I was like, all right, you're leaving one post there for a week, which is like seven days of people to see it. Yeah. But if you post every single day, the engagement is going to be lower on each yeah. one because you're posting so more frequently. But overall, yeah. you will have more, inter you'll have more interaction exactly. throughout the week, which yeah. they don't understand because an egotistical person will want more likes on one photo yeah. rather than overall. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? it's good that it, Instagram now gives you the insights of like visits visits to your page because I yeah. think at the start people were like I'm getting 12k posts so like, yeah but you post once a month yeah. you know what I mean so you're like yes great 12k people come to your, your page on that Saturday or Sunday you post but the rest of it there's nothing whereas like someone who posts five posts a day people are coming in engaging with that and as soon as they like that the algorithm pushes the post you did yesterday you're seeing Correct. those ones yeah. so it's just interesting and like I guess when you're in it so much you kind of take it for granted that you know it all but people really don't at the start of this they're like I'll just get a 4K camera and just do like little reels to camera and stuff. But it's it's the body of stuff. The ones that I see do well are the ones people say stuff and you go, wow, that actually is, you're like, shit, that actually makes sense. It's yeah. those ones that do well. It's true. So it's just true. Um, in terms of the your like workflow, sorry, cotton mouth is setting in. Sorry about the glass. Uh, in terms of your workflow, I, um, I remember you saying one of the days, you're like, I, I can't today, I've got calls nine to nine or something. And yeah. I was like, uh, like for me, when I work, I have to be up and down every 60 to 90 minutes just to keep like fresh in my mind, whatever that is. Do you have that? Do you, or can you sit there and grind it out for? It's, it's very tedious, but I love the process. Mm. So the usual case, unusual, that was a long day, but usual case from up to, up to 12 mm. is my time. I go to the gym, I'll <laughs> maybe read, I'll stretch, I'll go for a run, have breakfast, yeah. and then calls from 12 until maybe like seven, eight at night. 
because then the Americans wake up and yeah, then yeah. So that's the reason for the evening stuff is it yeah. rolls into the day of America. Yeah, because yeah. I, I tried to do it first thing on the morning and I wasn't mm. actually getting as much done with my calls and then I was trying yeah. to have the evening for my time. But that time I was too tired as well mm. to train, yeah. so I do it that way as well. I I find uh, I'll, I'll reset the cameras of this, but I, I find uh, I work out in the morning. I've done it where I've had a podcast today, for instance. I'd be like, I'll go after we've had a pod, and I found out the difference when I start my day with something I like to do and like listen to music in the morning, walk to the gym and come back. The difference in my day is night and day, do you know? So I've, uh, I, I find that like having the morning where I can do something to myself and then sitting into my work a little bit later is, is great. Morning routine is everything for me. Yeah. I'm a big morning person as well. What I am bad at is because you're meant to have a night routine to set you up the next day. Yeah, yeah. Then I guess you just, oh. I'm just like, I'm yeah. loaded up with caffeine still. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm reading a book on why we sleep at the Our moment. Job. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I'm so bad at like winding down, winding, winding down, yeah. winding down. And um, yeah, I should probably work on that a little bit more because I'm going to sleep a bit better. Hey, we're back, folks. Hello, everyone. Uh, so I put up a, a thing on my uh, Instagram there yesterday and a few people asked questions. I've gone into a few of them, but one of them was about uh, you having a family and having kids. Is that something uh, you've thought about? Something you'd like to do? Yeah, no, massive. I, li- I, I love family. I l- I love kids. That's weird. Yeah. Sounds weird. Um, I fucking love kids. No, but like I, I'm great with kids as well, and I'm I love I'm a big family person. Yeah. But my track record for exes uh, is fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Um, last one was worst. Top top to all of them. Unbelie- yeah. Unbelievable. We'll come back next week. We're gonna have her on next week. Uh, if I'm still alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that'll be some way to finish. Did you have a? So it's more so for you, like finding the right person first yeah but the, the idea of having family and kids is yeah 100 but yeah. And you need to find someone who's on your level same work ethic same interests same vibe and unfortunately like i'm quite shallow at some sometimes so it's trying to find someone with the same value but my point is because my mom's always like josh what do you do like what's what's going on why are they all nuts yeah yeah, yeah. um you only realize this after the, such a great boy after the honeymoon phase by yeah. that point you're three months deep and you're like oh i'm already in so i might as well ride away for yeah, a little yeah. bit and then you should meet my brother very very similar outlooks on these things because i have a missus now that we're like we obviously get on very well oh uh, i think we're gonna get married all that fucking shit but she sits here i sit there we work all day beside each other so i don't not see her all day she's yeah. sitting there all day but uh like the only reason that works is because she's the fucking right person do you know what i mean if right. i had to do that with any other bird who's not that bird, anyone else really i'd be like fuck get because i'm big on my own space as well so trying to do that with someone who's not the right person just doesn't make sense 100 like the generation before mine my parents are separated they got married at uh 29 because all their friends were getting married around them they're like this is the time people get married and start a family so them being like perfect for each other was secondary to like following the norms of society you know yeah and that's kind of changed a little bit now where you can it's cool for people to get married you know and have kids and they're after 35 plus you know it's my plan anyway. i think a lot of people think it's you have to do it as well yep. but like i also think it's very good for you as a human to be um good by yourself you can like if you can if you're happy by yourself you can be a really dangerous human you can be like Fuck yeah you can do anything do you know what i mean yep. where like i know a few friends that rely on being having someone there and it's yeah. like it almost takes your focus away from actually what you should be focusing on which is yourself yeah. and also i'm a firm believer of not relying on anyone else for your own happiness you should only add to someone else's by coming together yep do you know what i mean you should be a full meal by yourself 100 percent. Yeah. yeah everything else is just side dishes yeah but i i 100 percent agree and like everything i've made now who have or i 100 percent have people who have misses who are like oh she's just in my ear the whole time she they bring they're nothing but they're bringing more negative than positive and i'm like what like yeah. get it it's, it it should be 
I couldn't imagine her not being in my life. That's the, it makes me better in every way. Not ah, she's erect ahead ninety percent of the time, but she's fit. You know, like that doesn't make any sense. It's just in my head. I'm like, my get it, the get. But like some people, it's just a bit different strokes. Like, um, what is a? Is there any like tasks or jobs in your life? Day it could be chores. It could be stuff in your work life. If I could give you one to remove, what would it be? Uh, back in the day, it would be doing my hair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Can I get my straightener back? Just one sec. What's that? Oh, so that shop. Mm. Oh, shop. God, that will kill someone. That. Chores <laughs> um, that I could remove. Do you like doing chores? Uh, what's a chore? La- I, laundry, I, dishes, oh, ironing. I, I, I find cleaning quite therapeutic. Same. Uh, and when I can't really work until it's all clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't really find it a chore. Um, I enjoy setting this up, which is weird. Do you know what I don't like doing, actually? I know, making a bed. Yeah, yeah, fair. That's just difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Especially if they've all the dress pillows and shit on it. People have, yeah. you know, lads with 10 pillows on top that you throw on at the start of the day. What are they doing there? Just make any... Leave cut. It's the, du- it's the duvet's hard bit, like, mm. and you, you're shaking it everywhere. It's quite stupid. Johnny's all over the place. Yeah, just Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. Girls just, falling out of your bed. Who's like, just Johnny? Out of there. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you doing in there? <laughs> Sorry. Um, but it's a. Uh, let me see. Because we've got a. I don't even want to ask the annoying question. Now, actually, you know what? I might do. Uh, go crazy. It's not crazy, but it's. Um, no, go crazy then. Uh, well, it's it's an interesting one. It is something that I think some people would look at your life now and be like like you probably have a lot of people's end goals right now is like live in a nice place nice car like you're doing for a living uh do you find that like when you get like when you get to that point the goalpost is always moving like can you find satisfaction in stuff you've achieved now it's thus i had this conversation with jamie i had this conversation with jamie jamie my business partner at what point do because the work ethic we have is just it just goes every single day. But at what point is enough is enough? And yeah. Which it'll never be. Yeah. And that's and that's the scary thing. So you've got to actually not focus on if everything's going to be enough. You just mm. focus on what you've got. You've got to be grateful for what you have mm. and take time to reflect back. Like I was on a gym floor and I was broke. I didn't really sort my life out until like late, late 20s. You know yeah. what I mean? Life is slow, but it all comes down to when I look back over the last few years, Everything I've actually been doing since I was 19 has been leading up to this yeah. like subconsciously, everything. And you've got to just be grateful for what, like, what, where you started, you know what I mean? And be consistent. Like, even just that there, that last 15, 20 seconds, or whatever you said there, like, so many people will have presumed, or like, it's just, it's just nice to hear. It's just because, like, a lot, like, it's, it's for people, like, I've made it back at home, we're just doing like a, a day to day grind kind of thing, and like, hearing that, like, particularly you being like, at late 20s I didn't like my age now being like I need to figure out what my plan is like we were talking in the last podcast at this age now the 25 to 30 window there's mates I have that are in people's kitchens till 6am raving it out Friday, Saturday, Sunday Mm. and work Monday to Friday I have mates who are trying to build their business right now and try to like take over the world and like we don't see them a lot and like having kids and getting married and I guess the reality is there's no like right way to be at this point it's just no matter where it is you'll be at the right point and you get there and this will all be leading 100%. to it. There's, there's people who made it by then 20, 25, but I really believe that after 30, as a man, I, I can firmly say like, you really do mature and develop. Um, but all, everything comes down to your daily habits. Don't get me wrong, you can go and have fun and stuff, yeah. but it all comes down to like your morning routine and what you pursue every single day. Mm. And it like, you will prevail if that's going to be it. Like, but if you're going out all the time, you're just going to... Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like... Um, 
but the biggest thing I found since I started doing videography and like working for myself and stuff is I wake up and I do what I want to do every day. Like I enjoy what I do every day. And so like there, it doesn't matter if it's like Wednesday or like Sunday or Saturday. Like I, I pretty much do what I enjoy doing all day long. So it doesn't make and a huge you, issue for me, you know? You've got to look at the greater good as well. Sometimes you don't want to do stuff. Like you'll have yeah. work, but you know it has to be done. Mm. Like it's, just, it's a, I always think exercise and nutrition, I don't want to work out when I'm hungover, but I'll still fucking go anyway. Yeah, fairness to you, you do. I do. You I, I, I do legs when I'm hungover. I'm an absolute psychopath, but oh. I don't enjoy it. I yeah. just go with the flow and afterwards I'm like, good. Good for you, Joss. Yeah. I feel great. <laughs> uh, and in... Um, in terms of a like a long term or like let's say like five years, do you like my bay as a place to live long term? Do you see yourself setting up like and all the you probably lived where have you lived? I, I know you've travelled a lot of places. Have you lived Absolute in gypsy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you done? Uh, have you done like Dubai and stuff like that? Yeah. So I um I was in Dubai with my ex girlfriend last two winters there. She uh, must not be named. We'll say nothing. Oh god, what's a Voldemort? I don't know who it is. So I'm just <laughs> um. Dubai is an amazing place, right? It is unbelievable and what they've done is crazy. But yeah. from a guy who, this is coming back to my roots, from a guy who grew up on a farm. Greenfield. I just want to walk down a field on Fast. a beach that's real be a real beach. Yeah. And after six months of being there, like it's just, life is very easy. You can order any, pretty much anything to your door. If you ordered a donkey, it would come. Yeah, like, yeah, someone yeah. Would, someone would drop it off. Um, so like, I didn't cook a meal for six months. I yeah. was delivery every single day. Prep meals, it's great. Need, you need a little bit like of... And so that means I wouldn't leave my apartment yeah, because yeah, yeah. I would work from fucking home. So I was just in there all day. Then I'd go to the gym. I'm like, yes, leaving. Yeah. And But like, it's just a bit, it's a bit too artificial. And that's why I like here because it's got nice weather. I know the people here and it is yeah. more like home. But I, uh, in all fairness, I when I think, if you say that like five years, yeah. if I wanted to have a family, I would, would like to be back in England, but yeah. I just can't stand the weather. Mm. Interesting. So fucking sucks. Because I have, I have, <laughs> I have a, uh, like I think when I I long term plan is like live back in Dublin cold at the winter like big jackets and all that kind of stuff like I love that shit like that's Dublin but like Dublin right now like it's 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 in a housing crisis like so there's no nowhere to rent that's too expensive like so people are being forced to go elsewhere so when we moved over here I was like oh no like it's probably a little bit too good to be true and like I'm sure this sounds like it's pretty crazy. I was like weather's well, you know pretty solid the nicest cafes gym wise it's great I was like there's not going to be a lot of people like working and taking themselves like seriously i was like if anything i've met more motivated and like business focused people here than i did at home so like for me all that all areas has been great but i think home still is it will be home at the at the end but also tax <laughs> fax man <laughs> jesus christ so. and I, yeah you fax for me as like oh, 30 33 and a half k this year i like that tax guy's going yeah you're all right mate don't worry <laughs> like i can't even imagine for the lads fucking sneaking around like no it's it, that's one of the things well, cause i was never i was never really in england as well so i was like what am i doing here yeah like, yeah, yeah so i, I love to travel that's why because i went to dubai in the first place to become a resident there um but you only need to be there certain days of the year so i've heard the driving over there is is like ha like dangerous the the motorways and stuff it's is just like, as bad here. here yeah actually, as i say it is like they don't indicate yeah, here. they just turn i had a i don't um, no, no nothing about don't call me andrew tate i had a female uber driver and she i swear to god as there was a cop in front of us there was this fucking this much space mm. to like in between the ones she doesn't even look just slots in nearly took the back place off your man stops pulls out the car she's like threatening each other i'm just in the back of an uber but the 
the the mentality to driving here is insane like i'm such a nervous driver it's the way i drive so when we drove in your car that day i was like okay i was like yes quite fast quite fast and then you were like okay and then put your foot down I was like, holy shit <laughs> but it's uh it's it, it's crazy the driving shit over here man it's mad um i have a couple of random questions to finish stuff off just to get you to know you a little bit better yeah sure uh, I, it's kind of a sh- it's a fucking annoying question to ask, but it does tell me a lot about you. You know the dinner guest question? Like, if you could have three people for, uh, to dinner, live, alive past or past or present. Past or present. Yeah. Do you, who would they be? Uh, my dad. Yeah. Invite him. I haven't seen That's him in a time. Yeah, facts. Seen him in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Make him cook. Uh, how many people? Two more. Two more. Um, probably someone. Uh, I'd love to speak to Kevin Hart. That'd be just funny. He's fucking great, man. And mo- t- motivation-wise as yeah. well, which he's come into out of nowhere. Re- really interesting character. I love his like speeches on YouTube where they like put it over some sad music. Like, yeah. Son, don't stop for nobody, man. <laughs> it doesn't get up and do you know what is someone I've always just wanted to have a conversation with Robbie Williams <laughs> I heard he's an absolute session hand so no, I, I just find him so like yeah. once I saw it there's a video of him at Nebworth right and yeah. he gets everyone's phones to put the camera on and everyone gets their mobile and takes a picture at the same time I watched that and then I used to just w- listen to his music and obviously he's had a very like crazy lifestyle i just love yeah. to hear some stories man I've, I've heard even on the he did a podcast in the uk and i listened to it and he was talking about like i used to go and like i'd go to one concert and he was like yeah, it'd be great I'd go back to a few parties he's just like some of the shit i'm i imagine he's really underselling it and he used to be like ah yeah like whenever i wanted i had any lifestyle i wanted so like um, i can only imagine at that stage because he was the big he, like my mom would have been like he's the the superstar of like her time was robbie williams like, yeah so he probably had some crazy stuff to tell you I think yeah, I think it'd be those. Um, Off the top of my head, yeah. Did you uh, have you ever been to Ireland before? I have. Did you enjoy it? Um, went to Cork one time. Christ, that's a, a culture shock. That was yeah. a that was a, that it's was not a, where I. It's not the first place I would have sent you. No that, offense to Cork. That was a like, PA, and we, it was. It oh, was where? Oh, I don't remember. It was a it was a bar in a hotel. Oh Jesus! Like, you would have met. How are you, Joss? Good to meet you, bye. And well, the funny thing was, we had a. Was it called a chaperone? They pick you up from the airport. And stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he picks up from the airport and he t- he, t- he took us out, and he um, was meant to take us back to the airport the next day. But we got him so drunk he couldn't take us home. We missed our flight and he got fired. <laughs> That's Cork. I can't believe that would not. I can't believe they were like this is in Cork. They're like, will we get Joss Mooney in? I can't believe they'd even know like to have you down there. Someone's done well on their social media. That's remarkable. I went to Dublin though. What's that? What's the main club in Dublin? Dublin is Box or something or uh, Crystal? No, it's Coppers. No. Uh, <laughs> me, me's like, well... I can't remember what it was anyway. But I had a good time there. Me and Ross went. That Dub- was fun. Dublin's lit. Yeah, yeah Dublin's fun. I really want to go to that Temple Bar in Dublin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Temple, bar is, a, Temple bar is a place. Temple Bar is a, a, a collection of like cobblestone streets in Dublin. There is a place called the Temple Bar, but that's oh, a right. fucking rip-off in a public. Like, it's a, a tourist place tourist to go spot, and charge yeah. it. 14 euro for the the original Guinness and all that shit it's a load of bollocks go to any pub in Temple Bar and that's it's all Temple Bar yeah um, so uh, yeah final, my kind of final question do you listen to any uh, any other podcasts any podcasts you like any other personalities um, you like Stephen Bartlett so I listen to his yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's just class. done one with Liver King I should want to listen to as well I saw the ads for it I haven't listened to it yet did you listen to Gary Neville's one no oh yet. it's phenomenal he's I, 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 I just like him more and more he, he he's very like vulnerable in it and talks about like his uh He's got like... Well, Gary or Stephen. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, Stephen doesn't give a lot away, but Gary is like... He talks about like... Uh, 
he has like an addiction to work and like about when he used to play he like didn't want people to pass him the ball for a long time he like hated playing he was terrified of people passing him the huh? ball so it's crazy like he was in the England team and he was like I didn't want to play it's like they's like I, I, I hoped they wouldn't pass to me it's fucking madness to think it's just crazy because you again you presume like <laughs> ga- Gaza down the wing but it's not the case that's like, like a whole against the whole like why you play yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like because he, he was he was so he used to see um Fergie like rip people to bits and he'd be like and like he was like he readily would admit I'm not the most gifted footballer he's like I'm a good he could read the game very well but like he wasn't fast or like or like beating people down the wing Just so solid. When, when he'd see like you know Ronaldo get ripped by the boss. He's like, I can't do that shit. And he's getting ripped. I'm just going to do what I can. So when someone would like spread it wide to Gary, he'd be like, fuck, get it back, <laughs> get back in the middle. <laughs> so it's just, it's just, but yeah, those, those pods are fucking great, man. You could probably get on Stephen Bartlett's one if you asked him. Nah, he sent me his book, but he's got some big names on yeah. there. It's like, he's, oh, he's killing it, isn't he? Yeah, like I really enjoy it. Well. I mean, he's got a beautiful what voice. What do you listen to? Uh, I like, I see, I do a mix because I have a, I like to do, do you listen to any comedians podcasts? No. So I listen to like the the American comedy scene. Like everyone has a podcast now. So I do like Andrew Schultz, who does Flagrant, which is like a huge show now. They do like they just had fucking Kano from Top Boy. You know, so you just had him on. They just did the UK run there. I was like, watched yesterday. Kano was on. I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, you're done though. All the boys are like, crazy. <laughs> and uh, so they did him. They did uh, True Jordy was on it. So he's just investing in it loads. So I like him. Uh, Stephen Bartlett. Uh, Tony Robbins good. ones. Good. Yeah. Do you listen to True Jordy at all? know who he True is? Geordie. Oh yeah, he'll be gutted. I got you, Brian. Uh, he has, he's like a big one in the UK. He does like fighting ones. Tyson Fury and shit have been on it, stuff like that. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tyson Fury's a good one. Uh, you should listen to that one. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, those are all my questions. Thank I really appreciate you coming on. I know you've fucking got a busy day and other shit to be doing, so. Ah, uh, it's not a busy, oh, perfect timing. I've got physio. Go, yeah, go, 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 yeah, go make the body work. Um, <laughs> all right, lads. Josh Mooney, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, fucking subscribe to the podcast. Be sound like I'm doing my best here. Yes. Love Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. Yes, sir. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Ugh. Can I just get a quick...